Hello, Laura. Good morning and welcome to today's episode, Learning with Leaders. Thank you. Great to Hello. be here. <laughs> Laura, just to make sure, and uh, when we met uh, and a few years ago, I remember that you um, told me how to pronounce correctly your family name. Is it Nuhan? Yeah, Nuhan. You have a good Nuhan. memory. You do very yes. well. <laughs> okay, excellent. So, Laura, um, I mean, usually I introduce uh, my guests uh, and today, I mean, honestly, I feel a little bit uh, overwhelmed by doing so because you have already done so many different things in so many different arenas. But what I can share and remember is that uh, you are from the Netherlands originally, but you speak fluently as well Spanish and you have been quite some time in Silicon Valley. You are in different boards. You have been in different boards. You have different uh, focus areas, which we will be touching uh, today, of course, like social selling, diversity and inclusion and social impact. But of course, I would like to give you also the opportunity to share with the audience. What is your current focus? What are you doing? What is close to your mind? Yeah, that's a good question. As you said, like there's many different uh, things that keep me busy and that I like to really be involved with. But at, uh, recently I joined Atos as head of consulting for Northern Europe for public sector and defense, uh, the industry, which keeps me very busy because I just uh, joined three months ago and there's a lot going on. Um, the company is uh, like is intending to split within uh, like the digital part and uh, security and the tech foundation which are still like the plans but it's a very exciting time because um, as you probably as well know uh, from like our conversations before the innovation is what drives me but innovation to help to make things better and deliver uh, yeah something good right a positive impact and that's also where i um, am so engaged with digital transformation and I'm now at a great company where I can help contribute to that. And as well in public sector, which is, of course, it goes slow. But when you get like achieve something all together, then you really do it for the good for the I other see. people. Mm. So, Laura, um, I already mentioned one term, and that is, let's say, the, the, the topic uh, area where we connected first. It's a big term, social selling, right? Mm -hmm. um, if I remember well, you wrote a book uh, some, some years ago. So talking now about social selling on the one hand and your new job on the other hand, I mean, is social selling any good in the public sector, for example? <laughs> yes, I, th I think so, because then I always like the term social selling, because selling should be about connecting with people, talking to people, listening so it's all social but of course it's leveraging digital tools and social and within uh, my team i have a team of around like industry consultants in the uk and in the netherlands and we are all about like helping our customers with their digital journey but of course from a tech perspective um, we have strong relationships with the IT with the tech, the tech part of the business. We need to expand that because I think it's really like IT and tech needs to get together. And a long answer, but what I mean is that we need to expand our relationships. We need to be sure that the business part also in public sector knows what Atos can bring or how we can help. And social selling is a great 
mean or tool uh, to use. Actually, I'm starting a program now with my team on like how we can accelerate through digital selling. I call it now digital because it's as well the help of other tools, but yes, so I still it's still alive and kicking and in public sector. Interesting. Let me ask you another question which I had not prepared and I hope it's not <laughs> it's not too mean. Um, oh. So yeah, and I mean probably um I mean I'm I'm sharing here a prejudice. Mm -hmm. So on the one hand, I guess your team and especially Atos as a company is pretty close to digital technology, right? Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's an assumption. On the other hand, from what I know from IT and digitally versed people, very often they don't like to, you know, sell themselves or create a story about themselves. How do you connect? How do you leverage and bring those points together? <laughs> and it's it's not a mean question. I think it's a very relevant one because one of the things that keeps me busy as well as, and I just said, it's like, how do you bring the different worlds together? Like the business side and the IT side, right? Where the business are all outgoing, creative, and want to achieve a lot of things, where the IT rather likes it like to have structured and um, see it as maybe as a lot of work. And yes, um, I think the difference is that um, exactly like the way of thinking or approaching uh, problems is different, but how you can bring it together is to create a shared vision like where what's the dream and we all have dreams and like why we are waking up in the morning and if we have that shared vision then you can break it down in different steps but also in different streams i often when i have a conversation now i say like okay this is the technical stream and very important but also we have the business stream or the long-term stream where then you can place it because one thing I have learned from experience that there's a lot of like people are talking from different perspectives, different language, and then it gets like all like mixed up and it becomes a crazy conversation. If you can like place it in the right, uh, like right category, it helps the conversation. I but see. Yeah, it's still like a, it's an interesting, uh, yeah, interesting. It's, it's a journey. Yeah, yeah, it's a journey. It's a journey. So Laura, thinking back of, so how long is it ago that you wrote this book about social selling? Uh, well, I started writing in 2015, but uh, it was published in 2016. Okay. So that's so, already six years ago. So in terms of today's, let's say, um, yeah, historic remembrance, six years in social <laughs> selling, it's an eternity, I would say. <laughs> so looking back into those days and looking at what you are doing now, what have been the major developments and changes in terms of social selling? Well, I think big change is the acceptance. I think it is, I remember like talking to CEOs say like, oh, it's for my granddaughter, Facebook, or I don't want to be on LinkedIn and uh, people didn't want to like use it. I think the paper business card, some people maybe still use it, but it's like replaced by the QR tag on your phone. So it's, it's, it's part of our, tools, right? I always remember as well, like I, six years ago, I made the comparison of the introduction of the cell phone. I remember there were like these people say like, oh no, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be called. I think it's part of, now it's just part of us what we do. 
I think uh, the other, like, so that's the big difference, the acceptance. Mm. How to use it, how to use it in the right way is still, I think, a challenge. Like to have it really integrated with the company's digital or like the, 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 the strategy, the value proposition, it enhances the importance of having a clear message. Mm. Where do we stand for? Who do we want to reach? And how do we do that in a nice way? So they're still like, so um, to summarize, uh, the acceptance is much bigger. I think LinkedIn now is really embraced by everyone. I think almost so also in public sector, because six years ago, if you would ask me, there was still like a lot of people not on uh, on LinkedIn, but they're using it as well. Mm-hmm. Do you recognize that? Like this, this is still like the, um, the importance of having clarity in your messaging and uh, where you stand for on the, on social. I, I agree. Um, I think the um, it has been much more sophisticated since I would say uh, you need uh, to be, you know, to, to have a red thread, a theme, something you personally stand for, right? You yeah. need authenticity is much more important even. Otherwise, I mean, you're overloaded with content and I mean, it's just boring, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's the interesting part that you see basically the same with email marketing, right? Where like people were sending tons of information and nobody's reading it. That's the same in uh, on LinkedIn or on other social medias. You need to care about like what you're writing, why you're sharing it, the authenticity. I totally agree with that. Otherwise, people will not notice and then it has no effect. Exactly. So let's try to smoothly switch and <laughs> I will try to, you know, connect both topics, social selling, diversity and inclusion. So, I mean, I bet even though I don't know your fabulous team that there is a huge heterogeneity and diversity in your team. Is that correct? Well, it is absolutely with the country's background, but it can always be better in the sense that I really, really embrace diversity in uh, in age, in in like where you come from. So we could even like do better. But yes, there is absolutely diversity uh, in the team and it's something very important as well. For Atos, Atos is really striving to um, to increase diversity, but make sure as well that everybody's included. Yes. So I mean, and we know it. Uh, it's also a hype, right? I mean, diversity, inclusion, equality, belonging. Um, <laughs> I only noticed it for myself the importance of that topic. You know, since the pandemic, I need to be you know very honest here. Um, especially the term belonging. I'm, you know, I'm I'm used to work alone since 20 years in a home office, then traveling. But for the first time, I really felt the the urge to belong to a team, to exchange ideas with a team. That's why for me also personally, that, you know, whole area has increased in importance. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how do you allow, let's say, your team to express their diversity. Yeah, so I think uh, diversity without like being able to express is nothing, right? Because then you have like a variety of people, but they're not expressing. So I really try, but I can always improve. So this is always me. It's like, let everybody speak, have their voice, like that they can say, because as well, uh, you were mentioning the, the, 
sometimes people with more tech background are different and they don't want to sell or they're more quiet. So it's really important that everyone is heard, but as well like that they can, um, like the belonging, I think belonging for me has to do with uh, like you're in a trusted environment where you feel like you're valued, but you can be yourself and can bring what is important to you. But it's also about um, combining your personal passion or where you uh, like feel best at with what you want to uh, achieve as a group. So it's important that people as well like choose the things that are important or close to their heart and um, then share with others in the growth plans. I'm as well like looking because um, I said like we are diverse, but I think we have um, we could like you uh, like use, but we, we would be good. We could benefit from some younger people at the team. So now I have uh, some junior consultants joining. So it's always thinking about like what is diversity for your own team. And when it started a bit, it was very much about gender diversity in the beginning, right? And luckily yes. now we have about like religion, about schools, culture. Um, also another thing close to my heart is like think, and it has to do again with IT and business a little bit, but it's like people think in different ways. They approach problems in different ways. And that's like not something that's visible. Of course, if it's very clear, like uh, maybe uh, you're more autistic or you have di uh, dyslexia or something like that, but it's also, you cannot see it, right? And um, so this also has to do with like, let people express, let them approach problems. It's like not wrong or there's no good or wrong. So we come uh, with a better result at the end. And yeah, I am, I'm very, um, cautious about it because she said like I speak Spanish but I was raised with a Spanish Catalan mother and a Dutch father which really from young age was like different cultures the north and the south um, and that really helped me as well to like always keep an eye open on that people express and be different uh, another, another thing or another thing why it's important for me is that when I was 18 I wanted to join the Academy of Arts versus Business Economics Okay. to completely different worlds but that's also a bit like how i how i operate and um so that le these learnings i try to bring in how i work not only with the team but with customers and how i approach uh, like yeah problems or challenges better than uh, mm -hmm. so um i mean it's obvious i mean to <clears throat> let the team members express themselves um you know, by doing this, which is a no-brainer for me, honestly, in the first place, you lose, you might lose some velocity in the whole process, mm -hmm. at least apparently. Whether at the end it's losing velocity, I don't know, because something else might come, you know, out, more quality, innovation, as you said. Yeah. What I wanted to refer to is social selling, diversity and inclusion are two areas which are extremely difficult to measure to you know apply kpis so how <laughs> do you how do you measure how do your how does your bosses measure success <laughs> there yeah so well i i think they are difficult to measure in the sense that um the results are not short term they're more midterm, long term. 
So if you're a quarterly driven business, you need to make sure that you combine not only like what, how does the pipe look or our quarterly numbers, but how do how what are the results in a year or in two years? And if you have that in mind, I think it is possible to to make it uh, like smart or like the object, objective smart or make like measuring it. For social selling, um, you're probably aware like the social selling index. It's a it's a measurement that you can look in LinkedIn, but it's a great way of gamification. It's not like that you definitely need to do this, but there are some KPIs that have to do with um, your personal brand. Do people see you? And it's all about algorithms, of course. If you have a higher SSI, social selling index, you will be seeing uh, like people will see you more. You will, uh, people will maybe reach out, they will accept your invitations because they see you as an authority on like the things you care. So definitely um, you can measure it. I even had like when I had my own consulting firm, I had one of my first customers was as a result of a blog that I wrote on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. But of course that was like in a year time, it didn't appear like it didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. Then on diversity, um, yes, uh, as you said, there's also like, some um, like like well, it will sometimes lead to more conflict because you put different people in one room and not everybody's comfortable with it. So it will take time and to speak up and sometimes um, even like conflict, right? I always like think like okay, uh, it will lead to a different way of conflict management. And it's, I I don't think conflict is bad because it will bring things up and uh, in the end uh, give a better result. But I think um, in terms of diversity, inclusion and belonging, it will like have an impact on um, the, the people, uh, employee happiness, employee satisfaction, mm -hmm. which impacts customer experience and customer satisfaction. I definitely think yeah, the difference where you go to a store where people are like uh, taking well care of you or not, or like they're getting like a, a bit angry. So that's an important one. Retention. I think it, it's cost the company a lot of money and especially in a, in, a, in the current uh, labor market where we are, there's a war for talent. So yes. people will stay and um, not only employee satisfaction will drive uh, customer experience, but I think our customers are diverse. There's no one person, one message fits all. So if you have only a certain group of the same people, well, same, nobody's the same, approaching the customer's needs or problems the same way it will never be as good as you have like different uh, perspectives on it as well. I agree. It would be so boring, Laura. <laughs> exactly <laughs> as well. That, that's true. Yes. Yeah. So it's always good to look at your customer. How, what do they, like, what is the diversity there? And if you cannot even like, if you're not close to it, then you're missing out. I agree. Um, Laura, let's talk about, uh, let's say the the third uh, area, uh, which is close to your heart from what I understood is social impact. So, I mean, with all the things on your plate, I mean, we ca can just, you know, um, <laughs> try to you know feel it and sense it um the 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 broad the, the breadth of of your uh, responsibility in the topics and for people so how do you balance social impact social responsibility with all the business expectations yeah so there are different ways of 
like well it's balancing but it's also like integrating i would say like i uh, and social for me social impact um like one example is, is of course sustainability and i think you can make it as a separate theme of course like oh what do we need to do as a company or as a as a government on sustainability, but if you integrate it in all your actions and think about the sustainable angle, you can as well like bring in improvements there. For instance, um, you have a new business idea, and then like what's the CO2? Uh, like yeah, what's the the um, the carbon carbon impact, and how can you uh, minimize it? So it's a lot about like I think integration for me is the key to balance it. Um, the same on social value. Um, I'm working a lot with themes about like brainstorming, what we can do, how we can help our customers. And often, of course, the social impact, like inclusion is, is a theme and how can technology help with it? And there's a good, like a lot of things, right? Uh, yeah. On artificial intelligence, helping translating, making sure there's a virtual assistant that can help if you have problems with certain areas on uh, how uh, information is shared, even the language, uh, not language, uh, like, but like this, like long sentences, short sentences. So there's a lot to do there also on accessibility and uh, inclusion. Mm -hmm. So that's how I, um, how I just, yeah, it's part of my, my work. It's part of my thinking. It's part of my customer interactions. If, the, if that's the answer to the balance and then on my in my personal life i, I like to um example i will run uh, the marathon in berlin you will yeah. or you have yeah i will i will be there in the september wow <laughs> we, we, we do this as part of our of the rotary here in Appledorn, and we are trying to um get as well like part of like the money that we raise or like all the money that we will raise for this for this marathon and that we are doing this will go in helping children to as well like to be able to support children or families that cannot afford it there will be the contribution will be paid by the money that we will raise so I, I just like to try to as well with everything get that social angle I like to coach people in my free time like younger people or like well and I Coaching is a big word because I always learn as well from the the, the younger generation. Um, so this is uh, like what I do. Yeah, I noticed the post uh, on LinkedIn. So uh, <laughs> that's that's why I, I had that in mind as well. So first of all, I mean, I wish you all the best and uh, for your team that Thank you, you. Uh, at, at least, you know, finish the marathon, which is a big <laughs> achievement already, right? <laughs> If there is no post, you know I didn't finish. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I will. There's also no. a learn. There will be a learning experience as it is uh, too. But now I hope uh, to be able to finish and smiling. Excellent. So j just as a last question from my side, yeah. Laura, um, you mentioned a term artificial intelligence, um, which is also uh, a lot on my mind uh, in Hemsley Fraser as well. We are leveraging adaptive learning, which is powered by artificial intelligence with a partner of ours. And what I noticed uh, since a year when I'm talking with learning and development professionals, that although the term AI is in everybody's head, I think there is still so much to do with AI that we are only at the very beginning of all the opportunities uh, also around learning and training. What is your view on that in, in your uh, business? 
Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I couldn't agree more. We are at the beginning. There's as well like um, maybe some fear about like what it will do, what it will bring. So we need to understand as well like how to use it and um, or to understand, but like overcome some of these barriers so that we can use the good of AI. And of course, like um, for me, ethical AI, making sure it is inclusive, like the, the models are not only defined by a certain group, are all key basics that we need to um, put in place so we can use it. But yes, you mentioned training. I think another part is, and we talked about like uh, the scarcity in the labor market, and that uh, there's not enough people, right? So how can we take away routine tasks or make sure that we, like through AI, becoming more human? Sounds strange, but what I mean is more time for interaction, human um, guidance, coaching, things like that in your job instead of like uh, typing away or filling in forms or doing stuff that could be helped by RPA, like robot process automation, but as well, even further enhanced with uh, artificial intelligence. And I always love the example um, where you use for, um, for doctors, where they are looking at like, um, how you say, like scan pictures of, for instance, a brain tumor, not like a very nice uh, topic, but where AI can like minimize the time of that. They need to look at the pictures from eight hours or six hours to only half an hour so they can focus on the treatment and how to help this patient instead of doing this uh, yeah, cumbersome task, basically. Yes. So there's a lot to do, a lot to gain. Helping humanize medicine in other uh, areas yeah. with value-added um, activities. Yes, and, and you can apply it to everything, right? Like, yes. um, also, from for me now within uh, public sector, like increasing the citizens' value by making sure they get like uh, the right uh, guidance to find um, the help they need, or yeah, anything you can come up with. There's lots mm. uh, to do. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I mean, we we know that currently the environment is, let's say. I wouldn't call it hostile, but at least challenging with all what is going on currently. So as a, let's say, nice ending word, Laura, what is one thing you're really looking forward to in the next months? In the next, with the environment or just in, in general? In general, uh, for you, <laughs> what is something you're looking forward to? Well, the um, the Berlin Marathon, like as a form of like team spirit and helping and contributing as well locally because there are such like a big world problems uh, but what can you do as well as one person because that's sometimes the frustration right there's so many things going on what can you do to and as well like look nearby because nearby there's always like people that might need uh, help mm. and on a bigger but that's maybe not like in the next month, but on, on, on the environment, I would love to have like every product that I buy that there is this environment impact so I can make right choices instead of like uh, buying tomatoes or this is an example of shrimps that go to Morocco from the Netherlands and back. Mm. I can buy something local again. So the local, I think things becoming more local um, as well. Um, and of course, we always will be global, uh, which is good but like in a conscious way. So I see. and I, there's many more things that I look that I look forward to, but like, again, I think the, um, 
the common thing here is how, what can innovation do? How can we use data and technology to help solve these huge problems that we are facing? But I'm still positive. I think we can do this all together. And there will always be the human factor in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Laura, it, was a, it was a big pleasure talking with you today and uh, being the guest and learning with leaders. And uh, hopefully we see each other soon again. I hope so. Yes. Thank you so much. Was, thanks for doing this as well. I love your podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye.